0: you know, I need, man, I, I want to get in on this deal, but I don't have, I don't have the hundred grand. hundred grand. I got a hundred grand. Right. I'll lend you hundred grand for my IRA. 8%. Mm-hmm. Man, the guy won't charge me 12. I'll charge you 10. Great. Boom. You make it just like that. Just from a conversation you had finding out the ability that you could lend this money. You start listening to things differently. You're listening to the Azria show. If you're looking for quality real estate investing information that you can trust, you've found it. Stay tuned and join the tens of thousands of members that have already benefited from Asria, your home for education, market information, support, and networking opportunities that will advance your real estate investing career.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Asria Show All the Arizona listeners and surrounding states, California, Utah, everywhere else, we are here to provide you with excellent resources for your investing career. And on today, I have with my co-host, Mike Del Hello, hello. We have Daniel Ortega. How are you, Daniel? I'm well. Thank you so much for having me over. Great, great, great. And Daniel, we're going to talk about self-directed IRAs, Roth IRAs, just IRAs in general. And Daniel is with Vantage retirement plans, and we're just going to dive right into our topic on today. So, Daniel, just starting right off the bat,
0: what is an IRA and why should we have one? Oh, all right. Uh, I know it's kind of broad. Well, an IRA is, is an individual retirement account. You know, really, the, the, the proper term is an individual retirement arrangement, but arrangement sounds terrible. So mm-hmm. account okay. sounds better. But it's just an, uh, it's a vehicle that the IRS allows for individuals to put away additional resources and funds for their retirement. So most of us are familiar with having the ability to work for a company and put away either in a 401k mm-hmm. 403b, 457. If you're a part of the military or government, you have a TSP, that's short for thrift savings plans. Those are all employer based plans. But with the IRA, it was created in 1974, they allowed individuals to put away additional retirement funds. And that's kind of, you know, it's spawned into now people are able to invest in, you know, all different types of assets, whether they're stock market related assets or alternative assets, you can do a wide array of things within your self-directed, within an IRA. I'm not going to say the word self-directed because a lot of people get caught up on the word self-directed and think it is a type of IRA. It's actually not. It's a marketing term. So a self-directed IRA is really just a marketing term to outline who and how the IRA is going to be managed. Okay. So you yourself are directing right. where the funds of the IRA go or how the IRA is invested. Gotcha. Unlike what we're used to where we have financial advisors who mm-hmm. direct our money for us. Okay. So there's no financial advisor. So what role does Vantage play in the whole IRA ecosystem? We're an alternative custodian provider. So we are our goal is really to custody an asset and to really facilitate your desires when it comes to investing altern- alternatively. So if you want to buy a rental property within your IRA, you need a custodian mm-hmm. to do that. You can't just to keep it in that tax shelter that the IRS allows you to do. You have to have a custodian that's so it's you know at arm's length from you. So you have to have a custodian. That's what we are. We're a okay. custodian record keeper. We're going to custody that asset. We're going to record keep it for the IRS. So take care of all of the you know, incoming rents for that property and any expenses need to be paid out of it. We're not property managers, but, you know, since we're the custodian and the record keeper, and we have to administer those uh, payments. We take care of that and we report it to the IRS at the end of the year. Okay. So so to be clear,
2: so when the rent comes in or there's profits being made, it doesn't go into your pocket. No, does it no, no.
0: where does it go? It goes directly back into your IRA, which is which is held by your custodian. So okay. if you had it through vantage, those funds have to come back to your vantage. So let's kind of walk somebody through it. because
1: I'm getting educated myself. So yeah. let's just say I have a self directed IRA, or let's just say I have an IRA right now and I want to purchase a piece of property in that IRA. Mm-hmm. I
0: reach out to Daniel Ortega. How do you walk me through it in order to do it? First question I'm going to ask you is, you know, where is your IRA current? Because it's important to understand when you asked me before, you know, what is an IRA? And we start talking about it and you have different custodians that do different things. So you have a company like Vantage where we deal strictly in the alternative space. So we don't custody any stock market based assets. We're not going to buy. We're not going to hold Google, Amazon. That's not what we do. Okay. And then you have your traditional stock market custodians, which are like Fidelity, Schwab, Vanguard. Mm-hmm. They deal all in the market. They don't hold private real estate or land. So gotcha. there's an, okay. an avenue for both of us to exist. Perfect. So after I ask that question to you, you tell me it's with Fidelity. Great. So we're going to have you transfer your money from Fidelity to Vantage, from IRA to IRA. It's not a taxable event. It's just going from one institution to another institution. Think of it like Zelle. You okay.
1: know, so what do I do? Do I contact Fidelity and say, Hey, I want to take my money out of Fidelity and I want to put
0: it with. Well, you're definitely going to want to liquidate it. So okay. because we don't deal in stock market-based assets, we're not going to transfer over gotcha. like a Google stock and then liquidate it with us. You're going to want to liquidate it there first. Okay. And you will fill out our investment transfer paperwork and we will request that transfer on your behalf. So Fidelity will receive our paperwork, process it, and then wire us the money. So okay. Then, whatever that is, thousand, two hundred thousands hundred thousand, 200,000 is now with us. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Perfect. I just wanted to get that foundation squared away. Yeah. Okay. So now you have my 200K. Okay. And I find a piece of property in the West Valley. Mm -hmm. What's the next step?
0: Well, the next step is filling out, you know, an investment by direction letter, you know, different companies call it different things, but it's a by direction letter. You're letting us know what in what asset or investment you're wanting us to purchase into so you will put the address of the property. You'll put the escrow officer that you're working with and, and the purchase price. What we'll do is we'll you'll execute that, sign it, it comes back to us. We'll contact that escrow officer and say, you know, uh, Marcus is wanting to buy this property in his IRA. Please make sure that all the purchase documents read, you know, Vantage, FBO, which is short for for the benefit of you know Marcus Maloney, IRA. So all of the documents, because as Michael said before, this is not in your name. You're not buying this. Right. It's your IRA. So everything has to be titled as such. So we'll you'll make sure of that. They'll sign, we'll execute it as the administrator. We sign it. We wire the funds to escrow. And now we're in custody of that asset. Gotcha. You find your tenant. That tenant's writing a check to, you know, Vantage Retirement Plans. We're receiving it for your benefit, holding on to that cash. And it's just ultimately growing and growing and growing. Okay. And so- now, what are what are some of the,
2: so here at Ezria, right, we're all real estate investors. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the advantages
0: of buying the property in your IRA? Oh, so yeah. one of the best things about an IRA is it's a tax-deferred vehicle or tax-sheltered vehicle. Mm-hmm. So you have your traditional, which are tax-deferred, meaning you haven't paid any taxes now, you'll begin taking taxes out when you take a distribution from your IRA. So withdrawing money at retirement age, right? It's called the distribution. Uh, you have your tax exempt or post-tax account, which is your Roth account. So that's where you've already paid taxes on the money. You'll never pay taxes on any of the growth if you invest out of that vehicle. So very advantageous if you, you know, even if you want to do it from a traditional standpoint, you don't pay any taxes now. When you stop working, you don't your tax bracket shouldn't be as high. So mm-hmm. the thought process behind it is yes, you're gonna pay taxes, but you're paying lower tax a lower amount of taxes because you're not earning as much right. income. But the Roth side of it is even better because you don't pay any taxes. Okay. So depending it. on where you are financially in your picture of what that looks like, if you can afford to, you know, either convert some money from a Roth IRA, I mean, traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, or buy or you have enough money in a Roth IRA, buy something in your Roth. I mean, we I know we're gonna talk about this later, but you know, a lot of stuff going on in the world right now from a you know IRA standpoint and all of this legislative things, it really stemmed from what I'd like to say is really like one example, like yeah. this Peter Thiel article that came out in June or July, this guy got a $5 billion Roth mm. and people are like, I, don't, I don't. D- Dive into that. The yeah. Listeners know, like, <laughs> okay. It's
2: interesting. It's great.
0: So, so here's the thing. It's a, it's an overreaction and here's why is because this isn't the first time we've heard someone have this huge Roth, mm-hmm. right? Back in 2012, when Mitt Romney was running for president, like yeah. he had to divulge his, you know, records, you have to, you know, provide your uh, tax returns and your wealth. And so he, he has a $100 million traditional IRA. And people are like, oh, how do you have a hundred million? You must be. Well, here's the thing. I don't know anyone who, if you haven't seen Pretty Woman, but what Mitt Romney was, was he was basically Richard Gere from Pretty Woman. He bought companies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, either if they were failing or he, they, they were basically like wholesaling companies. Right. And he fixed them up and, and got them to be companies that he could turn around and sell. What well, he did all of that through his IRA so that he didn't have to pay any taxes on it. Mm-hmm. Wise. Now it's in a yeah. traditional IRA. So when he gets to the age of taking a required minimum distribution, which is 72. You're and I'll have ta- to be taxed, okay. be, he'll be taxed on money that he has to take out. The Peter Thiel situation is a little different because he did that through a Roth IRA. So he doesn't pay any taxes. So I understand why people are pissed. Wow. <laughs> but why are you mad at the system? Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's just don't be there's not that many guys out there like him. Yeah. He's a private equity guy that literally, you know, had foresight and had the ability through however he raised his money or earned his money to be able to do that in a Roth. Yeah. I was, I was always told, you know, the tax code was written
2: to benefit those who provide energy, shelter, jobs, and a bunch of other things. So if you don't understand a
0: tax code, you either learn it or find someone that does yeah. understand yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you and I mean, of it. but, but it's, it's one of those things where it's, again, it's, it's, you know, I'm not this. I always tell people the legislative thing that's going on. That is not a Democrat issue or a Republican issue. That is a United States of America. Like if you're an American, that's an American Mm -hmm. issue because your IRA is like under attack. So so, since we're here, here, we might as well. Right. So there's two sections of the bill. So first section talks about your IRA being able to really invest in outside of the stock market. So more private equity deals, those types of things. Right. The second section talks about no IRA really would have more of a 10 percent ownership in a private company which hurts a lot of investors right. who use what's called the IRA LLC. So let's quickly talk about that first section. That first section impacts a lot of people and here's why. It's because there's if I'm someone who doesn't trust Wall Street, right? I'm forced now to only invest in Wall Street. Mm-hmm. If I'm someone who's been burned, like I'm only 34, so I haven't been burned too bad, like I'm able to still like Work and make up some right, of the losses right. from up. But if you 60, 64, 65, and you're like, this is the third hit you've taken now. I mean, you think about it, you had, you know, the the Enron situation and all of that had happened back then in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. You had the 2008 and then you had COVID. So you've seen three yeah. market situations mm-hmm. where you know, who knows? You've you've been working yeah. since the nineties and a dot com. And the so. dot com. Yeah, yeah, don't forget the dot-com yeah. boom. You know, but that's where people made a lot of money. Lot of money yeah. yeah. I don't see too many people really talking about losing money there, but more made money there. So you think about like if you're coming out the workforce in the 80s, you had the late 80s, you had the 2008 recession, and then you had basically COVID. COVID, right. You've seen three market dips in your entire workforce life. Like I tell people all the time, like you don't get a chance to make that. Like your money, it's compounding. Mm-hmm. Yes, I made my 30,000 or about 40,000 back but my 40,000 should have been able to be put to work, to work for me, to make more money. The 30 should be 60, 70 now. So that's the way I'm looking at it. So now you're forcing people now to be stuck in the market. So now that's, that's one. So if you're an American, you should be upset about that because anyone has the ability to invest outside of the market. That's the the misinterpretation or the perpetuation of misinformation is that, oh, well, if I only have you know, hundred thousand dollars, or if I don't have a million dollars, I can't invest in real estate. No, it's not right. I've seen people in my company with what I do; they just work for school systems for thirty years, had a four hundred one k, decided to take some of that money and buy a rental property. Mm-hmm. He's not a millionaire, right? You know what yeah, I mean. That's true. And so when we start throwing some numbers out too, it's like less than what eighty percent of American of American IRAs are less than like five hundred thousand dollars.
2: Wow.
0: Ninety mm-hmm. percent less than ninety percent of them are over a million dollars. Like. Um, Under a million dollars or under under. So we're not even talking like, again, when we talk about that overreaction, we're not even most Americans don't even have the rich, 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 rich don't have IRAs. Right. (laughs) They really don't. So then we have that second part of the bill. And this is ultimately when you had asked, you know, how do you make an investment when you want to buy an IRA? There's two different investment structures. You have a direct placement, which we already covered. You Mm -hmm. tell us to buy the property. We go out and buy the property. Everything's done through the IRA. If you have an investor who needs a little bit who wants more control, they want to go out and buy the property. They want to go to auctions, they want to go and hold multiple assets and keep their costs down and do these things. Well, you can create an LLC where the IRA is 100 percent member of the LLC, and you're listed as the manager. So mm-hmm. the IRA doesn't own the property. The IRA owns the LLC. You as the manager go out and direct those funds, mm-hmm. right? So you can buy one property, you can have a private note, you can do tons of things, right? Well, that will be gone because if you the IRA has to own, usually owns 100% of that LLC. If this second bill passes and that's what the two that we're talking about, you can't own more than 10%. 10%. So psh, there that goes. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And so for a lot of clients here too, when you talk about I know we're a real estate driven show, but you talk about cryptocurrency, that's a yep. huge asset mm-hmm. classification right now. And there's can, no, can you
2: do crypto in, in, and in an IRA? You certainly can do well, crypto
0: in an okay. IRA, but oh, one of the wow. major ways you can, one of the, the only ways you can do it right now, because unless your custodian is directly integrated with a cryptocurrency firm that is going to like integrate the the, mm-hmm. the the values directly back and forth, you got to do it through your LLC. <laughs> so boom, you okay. know what okay. I mean? There's there's That's gone. That's gone. Yeah. You and, know, I, and I found those
2: two sections. So it's one three eight three one two two, yeah, and one three eight three one
0: four, four. correct, yeah, okay. and
2: I know that because when this was rolled out, Vantage, which I'm very thankful for, had like a, a emergency we you, meeting. We right. sent you
0: an email. Yep. We had a, We sent emails out. Yeah, I would encourage anyone that's listening right now. Shameless plug. Yep. www.vantageirays.com. Yeah, the minute you go on the website, there's going to be like a little window or pop-up box that comes up, and it's going to talk about a little bit about the reconciliation bill. It, it even if you're not in Arizona, if you're in the surrounding your neighboring states and you're listening to this, you can find your senator, you can find mm-hmm. your congressman, write them, write them okay. and call them. Well, you guys even make it easier. It's copy and paste. Do you even copy, have yeah, you we have, have we've already done yeah, everything yeah. for you. You just go on there. It, we find a way to find it. It's a we've given you the way to find them. Call them. Do everything you need to do, because I'm telling you, this is going this would hurt. And and even still, you think about jobs, mm-hmm. private equity. hmm. You know, if you're, if you want to buy, you know, we're in a building, I won't disclose where we're at, but there's companies where we're currently at that their sole purpose is to buy old apartment complexes, mm-hmm. renovate them and, you know, increase mm. the rents and then turn around and, sell, and them, sell them, right? That's, that's a, that's a business model. Yep. If you kind of peel back and look at some of those investors, they're IRA investors. Mm. So if this, the first part of that bill passed, they're now given two years to get out of that investment. Well, how many of us know that that wow. in, that that company, do you think they're liquid enough? Usually those investments are, hey, we're going to be a liquid for about two years, two years yeah. three years until we can sell. And then you get your distribution back or you get your R- your ROI back. Well, what happens if someone asks you? It's now a liquidity event. Yep. Well, yeah. We don't have yeah. that. So now like- They it, have to take an in-kind
2: distribution. So now what about the, like the smaller investor, right? So I'm out there just like um, an operator, right? And mm-hmm. someone- lends me money through their IRA so I can go and they get like first lien position on a property. And I say, Hey, the agreement's to get it back in five years. And now this law passes. You got to give it back tomorrow. You You got to give it back in two.
0: Or what if I don't give it back? Then they have to take it. So so let's say we can't, let's say there's, there's no, it's illiquid. Again, there's a lot of clients that are out there that are stuck in illiquid assets. So what happens to the client that, does not have the money back yet. They have, well, they can do one of two things. Either they can ask you for the money back. You don't have that, boom, done. Or they can take an uh, in-kind distribution. And I was just having this conversation earlier today where we talked about, I like to call the term dead money. And the reason I say that is because if if I lent you 200 grand, Mm -hmm. right? And I said, okay, you're going to give me this back and I'm going to take a distribution on 200 grand. You give me that back to cash. Let's say I have to pay taxes on it right? 30%. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's that? 20, 60, 20, 40. Is, okay. So let's say I got to give back 80 grand to the, to the IRS. Well, you gave me 200 grand. I can just take the 80 out of the 200 and I guess I'll eat it. Well, what happens if you give me $200,000 on paper? Right. Cause that's ultimately what an in-kind distribution is. It's a paper asset. There's no, it's valued there, but there's no liquidity, no liquidity, no liquidity to it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm forced as the IRA owner to now be responsible for claiming that as earned income on my taxes, which means I got to pay the taxes that I'm responsible for. So wow. when you talk to, which we've had, we've had some conversations with some of our senators and congressmen, and we've stressed that, you know, the, first of all, jobs are important. <laughs> the last yeah. thing you want to do is stop jobs. Yep. Two, the last thing you want to do is stop spending, because when you stop spending, the economy doesn't grow. And we all talk yep. about that. That's another conversation for another time, but you, people aren't going to have the ability to spend because now they're going to have these huge tax bills that they have to pay personally. Yeah. And wow. uh, I I don't know about sure. y'all, but the IRS is not somebody that's going to be like <laughs> they don't take they don't work payment payment plans, plans right. Yeah, and and if they do, they're astronomical. <laughs> and so, it's a yeah, the interest the interest the on that is, is, yeah. is crazy. You know.
2: So let's not like, you know you know that's the not fun part of the whole IRA scenario mm-hmm. right now. But I mean, nothing's
0: changed as of now. As of right now, I mean, um, it's the what we're hearing is the vote should happen in November. Okay. okay. We're feeling. I mean, we're we're operating under business as usual. We feel confident that. We've done everything that we can to bring it to attention to the forefront, making sure that people understand kind of the major impact. And I get why they did it. Yeah. You hear about Peter Thiel. You hear about these things. And, you know, when you have a, a spending bill, well, mm-hmm. how do you do it? You got to raise money. What's the best way to raise money? Taxes. Taxes. I get why they're doing it. Yeah. But you know. the wide net that they've casted on, it, it's just too wide. And I think that they may not have realized the the underlining or the, the collateral damage that might happen to this very interesting so where what could you give out the website where we're thinking absolutely www.vantageiras.com as soon as you click on the as soon as you pull up the website you'll see the little pop up box right there click on there talks about the reconciliation bill it's important it's cool. important yeah definitely okay. take advantage
2: of that or check out that website it's very important but let's get back into fun stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and how we could use this tool in our in our real estate business. Yeah. So no, so we talked about some of the benefits. So what are some of the I know there's rules, right? Yep. There's
0: rules to using an IRA. So can we touch on some of the yeah yeah. So I mean I don't want to get too nerdy about it, but it's just like you know, you know, internal revenue code section 4975 talks about you know the disqualified parties Mm -hmm. about people who you can and can't do business with. So I get called a lot about hey I want to take my IRA. I used to work at an old company. I want to take Mm -hmm. my IRA. I started my own business. I want to fund my own business. You can't do that. Unfortunately, you're considered one of the up and down direct lineage to your, to your IRA. So it's really you, yourself, well, yourself, your spouse, Mm -hmm. your children, your parents, and your in-laws are what we call disqualified parties. Okay. Anyone else is considered unrelated. So, you know, your brother, your cousin, your sister, your aunt, they're all, uh, you know, people that you can transact with. Now, okay. it, I'm glad we were here because there's a, I use this, when I have these conversations with people, I, I use this word because it's important. Words matter, right? Mm-hmm. Investing and transacting are two different words. So True. everyone I just told you about that you couldn't transact with, okay, you can invest with. And I'm going to explain why. If you, if you and I are, well, well let's say this, my wife and I, mm-hmm. If we wanted to, if my wife had a property it already owned, right? And I'm like, man, that's a great property. Like I would love to get that in my IRA. She can't sell it to me Mm -hmm. because she's up and down direct lineage. But let's say the property next to that one, Mike owned it. Mike's not related to me. Mike's not related to my wife. He's a stranger. My wife took her IRA. I took my IRA and we wanted to buy that property together. We can do that. So you can do that because you're investing in an asset that neither of you own. You're not transacting. Yes. A transaction is I'll be buying it from my from wife, my wife. Okay. An investment is I'm investing with my wife, huge difference. Gotcha. So you can do that. But there, the it. thing about that, that's important to understand is ownership ownership percentage when you're dealing with these up and with, with these disqualified parties matters because you cannot change. So if my wife put, if this property was 200 grand and I put in hundred my wife put in hundred, we own 50, 50, mm-hmm. which means I get 50 of the rent. She She gets 50 of the rent. Property taxes due HOA fees. She's got to pay 50%. I got to pay. I can't pay a hundred ownership percentages matter. Okay. So, you know, she don't have any more money. We got to figure something out because, you know, she's not able to necessarily just, I can't pay for everything. It doesn't work that way. Gotcha. So transaction. Now you can buy with your cousin. You can buy with your brother. You can rent to your brother. You can rent to your cousin, your sister. It's just up and down the rate. I get a lot of calls with people like I want to buy every year right around like June, July, I get a lot of calls about people like, hey, my son's going off to college or my kid's going off to college. I want to buy this property. I'm going to rent it out to like five college kids with one of them being my kid. Can't can't can stay there. It. Your kid can't stay there. Got it. What if what if my kid's paying rent? No, still, because okay. he's transacting with you. You can't do that. See, that's really good. Yeah, to know. That's good to know. Um, and then there's two items really that you can invest in. Okay. So the IRS really, you know, all these things the IRS talks about, you know, this, there's all the things that you can do. The IRS doesn't even sit down and like write out all the things you can buy. They just tell you what you can't. You can't invest in a life insurance policy and you can't invest in a collectible. Those are the two only things.
1: You okay. can't or you cannot. Can't. Okay.
0: Cannot. So you cannot invest. The IRA cannot be the owner of a benefit or the, the beneficiary of a life insurance policy. And the IRA cannot invest in a collectible. So mm-hmm. precious metals are different. So when people talk about like coins and gold mm-hmm. and silver, that's different. You can but you're talking about owning an antique car or a bottle of wine or an antique rug. Yeah. Can't and the reason why you can't associate a fair market value with those things. So mm. that's important, is oh. because yeah. one of the main things about utilizing or investing in alternative assets or investing in a you know a an asset outside of the stock market. Every day when you invest in the stock market, every day at four o'clock mm-hmm. when the market closes, if you give it to like 4.30, you know what you have, right? Because the market updates, right? When you invest in these alternative assets, it doesn't, these aren't assets that are traded on daily like that. So the IRS requires you to provide a valuation at the end of the year. Okay. So when we're talking real estate, you can either use, you know, the county assessors, you can use Zillow, get an appraisal, whatever it is you want to do. But when you're talking about the, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 you're good, man. I have a question since we're talking about like the transactions is the, can you
2: mix like a IRA as like a down payment with a loan from
0: the bank? Yes. So, man, I I just went blank what I was thinking about, too. (laughs) There's a lot of good information, Um, man. Yeah, it is. So, um, yes. So you can secure a loan with your IRA. You you can if you don't have all the money, if I want to buy a two hundred thousand dollar property, but I only have one hundred, I can get a loan. Now, you can't walk into Wells Fargo and Bank of America and say, hey, I want to buy this property. My IRA It doesn't work that way. The uh, the type of loan you have to do is what's called a non recourse loan. So meaning, you know, there's no, you know, there's no personal guaranteed by you, the owner, right. Okay. Um, it's the loan made directly to your IRA. And, you know, we have some resources. If you'd contact our offices, we have a resource list of some lenders that we work with, or I won't say work with, but our resources available to investors that they're, they have a program where they will lend directly to IRAs. Got it. So I use this example all the time too, because it's important for you to, you know, some people, I'm a, I'm a numbers guy. I'm a like, give me an example. I have to connect the dots. When you're using an IRA to buy, it's not like FHA or 5% conventional where you put it down. The maximum loan to value that these lenders will lend is 65% of the property. Okay. So that means your minimum down payment is 35%. They like to see about 10% in reserves. I've seen them do it for less before, but for all intense purpose of this example, let's just keep it with the 10%. Okay. So you would need 45% of the value of the house to get a loan on the house. So in numbers terms, I would say to buy a $200,000 property, you would need 90 grand. 70 is 35% of your down payment. Mm-hmm. 20 would be 10% of, in for reserves. Add it together, there's you got your 90. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Wow.
2: Very interesting yeah. subject. I mean, so much to Oof. it. Yeah. So is there like, is there like a resources at your office or like eBooks or training classes? Like, is there anything that yeah. People can get more information from you guys. You know,
0: prior to COVID, we, every every other Wednesday, two times a, a month, I teach a, a, what we call set your IRA free. But, you know, obviously with COVID, we've gone digital. So we okay. still host the same times. It's still nine, but we host it. So it's digital. You can go on our website, www.vantageiras.com. Shameless plug. And you can register for the workshop. So we also offer how to invest in private companies. So we have other educators. Mm-hmm. Okay that come on and, and speak monthly as well how to invest in like private companies how to raise capital legally how to invest in institutional type real estate and we're always wow. looking for additional educators you know we put them through you know i don't want to say you know a strict you know vetting process but we do vet them yeah you want to make sure make, that they know that they're credible mm-hmm. and they know what they're talking about and things like that so we don't just get any fly by the night guy who's just said i've been doing real estate for like 30 years usually it's got to be with a, a company and things like that okay. All right. Well, let's take a brief break.
1: Yeah. Hear a word from our sponsors. When we'll come back, we'll continue talking with Daniel Ortega about self-directed IRAs or IRAs in general. Mm. So let's take a brief break. Hear a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Do you need to close more deals? The answer is,
2: then you need to call more motivated sellers. How do you do this? Skip tracing. Skip Tracing gives you the access to the telephone numbers and email addresses of distressed property owners all across the country. Whether you're looking for vacant houses, foreclosed houses, tax delinquent properties, Skip Tracing can help you get in touch with those hard to find homeowners so you can write those offers. We recommend BatchSkipTracing.com. Batch Skip Tracing has consistently delivered the highest quality results in the real estate industry. You simply upload your leads to BatchSkipTracing.com, apply coupon code ASRIA, that's A-Z-R-E-I-A, at checkout, and receive $0.15 skip traces. That's BatchSkipTracing.com, apply coupon code ASRIA at checkout for $0.15 skip traces. Here's a quick update on ASRIA's upcoming events. On Monday, November 8th, is ASRIA's 19th anniversary meeting in Phoenix. Join us for your regularly scheduled programming, but with a twist. We have over $20,000 worth of prize giveaways to raffle off to everyone in attendance. Plus, Sean McCloskey will be joining us to give a presentation on how to make your business more successful. On Tuesday, November 9th, we have our Tucson monthly meeting where you can hear from Sean McCloskey as well. Also on a Tuesday, November 9th, we have our raising capital and options subgroup meeting. On Wednesday, November 10th is our Shared Living Subgroup. Thursday, November 11th is our Beginning Investor Subgroup. And Thursday, November 18th is the Notes Subgroup. For more information and to register, visit azurea.org slash calendar.
1: All right. And we're back with Daniel Ortega from Vantage Retirement Plans. So, Daniel, we were briefly talking about educational material before we left. What other... Assets or educational assets? Did you guys provide any webinars, workshops, or anything like that for the novice that just don't know? You know, they may have some money sitting in the bank account and say, you know what, I, I've i heard about
0: IRAs, a raw traditional. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. Where can they go? Well, definitely, you know, if you go to our website, vantageiras.com, you'll be able to either schedule a call with me directly, schedule a meeting in our office. And then the number one thing I always try to tell people is like, we're going to look at retirement, because we're ultimately a retirement company, IRAs are for retirement. So we're not financial advisors. We don't give tax advice. We don't give legal advice. We don't give financial investment advice. But I always try to educate clients about like taking a 360 degree look at their retirement. It's important for them to understand, like, what's the quality of life that you want to live when you retire? And what are you doing to get there? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, by just saying, hey, I'm putting my money under my mattress. Well, that's great. But like, how is your money working for you? Right. What are you doing? Okay. Yes, I want to get in investing in real estate. Okay, well what are the steps you're taking? Because I don't, you know, would I would never encourage someone to just come open an IRA with us, park the money in there and don't ever buy a property. Do anything with it. And then start doing your research, start go to the ASRIA meetings, start mm-hmm. learning more about either wholesaling or buying, and holding or fixing and flipping, finding a strategy that works because any of those strategies that you like, you can do it in an IRA. Okay. And then it's that point coming and saying, "Hey, I have a hundred grand at Fidelity. I have 200 grand at Schwab. I want to you know, use this money. I'm, I'm not happy with it being in the market. And okay. so then at that point, we'll help you. I mean, that's our job. We have educational materials. We have resources available. We have hard money lenders on our Ooh. list. We have uh, real estate agents. We have not real estate agents. We have uh, real estate attorneys. We have paralegals to help set up LLCs, non-recourse lenders. So okay. We've done the research. We've done the work. So do I need to come to you guys with or a hundred thousand dollars to get started. That's a good point. I get that. We don't have any account minimums, so you can come to an open an account with us for the contribution amount of like six grand. I would not encourage you to do that. Yeah. We want your business and we want your account, but I, you know, we are here to serve you. I don't want to leave a bad taste in your mouth where you're like, man, I put six grand in there, but you guys charge me, you know, three ninety five a year. Yeah. We, you know, that's our fee, but you know, it's, not advantageous for you to do that. If you don't have an investment that's going to at least garner you 1000 to $1,500 a month, it may not be worth it. Yeah, and okay. I'm going to have that honest conversation with you. Okay. And so when you talk about, you know, what's a good amount to start? Well, it depends on what the investment is. Gotcha. You know, if you're getting an investment where the, they're giving you, you know, you want to make a $10,000 investment, great. But they're going to give you back $500 a year. It's probably not an advantage. You're only mm-hmm. making $105. Yeah, after right. we pay our fee. So it's probably not a smart move. Okay. You know, so for someone who has 10 grand in a traditional or 10 grand in a Roth, I would say, you know what, maybe privately lend it, maybe, yeah. maybe find a fix and flipper or if you only have 25, 50 grand, find a fix and flipper finance the flip part. Gotcha. You don't have to buy the property. You could and be the, you, you could be the hard money on the flip, get 8% on your money. Do that a couple of times. Now that 50 grand or 25 grand is now either 50 or 75 and then okay. keep doing it. And you keep doing now you, you now you're at ninety grand. Well, what did I say in that example? Now you to buy two hundred thousand dollars house, yeah. you need a ninety. Now you can buy your first house. So and you're seeing and you're doing that with clients. Correct. And it's, it's common. It's you know what it it's it it's common, but you got to find the you got to find the right investors that are active. Yeah. Right. Like anything else, like you have your passive investors and then you have your active investors. Right. You got to find you got to find people that are active because this isn't something self directing is not for the like faint of heart. Like you have to be active. You have to yeah. be And per- But it's funny because I tell people all the time too, you know, you'd be surprised. You've never heard of this topic before. But all of a sudden now you have one conversation with me. The f- I promise you, your ears start to perk up when you're in a room differently now. Mm-hmm. Because now you're like, oh, I had this hundred thousand. I didn't know I could do this. Someone's talking like, man, you know, I need man, I, I want to get in on this deal, but I don't have, I don't have the hundred grand hundred grand. I got a hundred grand. Right. I'll lend you hundred grand for my IRA. Eight mm-hmm. percent. Man, the guy won't charge me 12. I'll charge you 10. Great. Boom. You make sense. just like that. Just from a conversation you had, finding out the ability that you could lend this money, you start listening to things differently.
2: Okay. Yeah. That's I good. mean, that, that's majority of my uh, rental properties we purchase are raised through someone else's mm-hmm. self direct IRA. Yeah. I mean, I personally use a Daniel and Vantage Found them through Azria, obviously. You guys have been business associates for 10, 12 years. Everyone speaks highly about you guys. So yeah, I definitely recommend checking you guys out.
1: Appreciate appreciate yeah. the plug. Yeah, <laughs> and then also, um, Daniel and Vantage, they will be at like our monthly meetings. Yep. They'll have their yep. booth down there. So if you need additional information, you want to meet with Daniel personally, Make sure you come to the monthly meeting, shake Daniel's hand, get his card, set up an appointment afterwards.
0: Awesome. Looking forward to it. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Great conversation.
1: Great conversation. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Vantage IRA. And we're going to call it a wrap. Yeah. Azria.org, get your education in. Okay. Remember, go to Azria.org and get all of your information about real estate investing. And then also, if you guys find this information quality and it's providing what you're looking for. Remember to give us a five-star review. That way we can make sure that we're providing the content that you're looking for. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Azria show with your hosts, Marcus Maloney and Mike Delprete. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found this information valuable, head over to Azria.org and learn more about our community.